Hello and welcome to the Most Accurate Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gelhar. The Most Accurate Podcast is proud to be presented by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has an all-new format for snake drafts, Battle Royale. I'll give you the full rundown on this awesome new game type later in the show. In the meantime, download the Underdog Fantasy app and get ready to play. The Most Accurate Podcast is also proud to be presented by Prediction Strike, the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. Head to predictionstrike.com or download the app for more info. Today's intro song was Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC off their album, Home for Christmas. It is December, and for those of you like me, that means it's finally socially acceptable to listen to Christmas music. I was tempted to use a Christmas song every week this month, but I'll limit myself to just one, which is why I went with this underrated holiday classic. As for the football, well, it's week 14, which means the playoffs... Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? ...are here. With that in mind, I'm limiting the recommendations in this pod a bit to save you and me some time. If you need deeper options to add or stash for your playoff run, head to the full waiver wire watch column, which you can find over on 444.com. There are way more recommendations than what are going to be included in this show. Now, before I get to this week's recommended ads, the news. Once again, this podcast is getting published before the Ravens play, as their game against the Cowboys was pushed back to Tuesday. So for any injury updates or waiver wire pickups coming out of that game, be sure to check 444.com Tuesday night and Wednesday. Speaking of the Ravens, quarterback Lamar Jackson was activated from the COVID-19 list and is expected to start on Tuesday. That is good news for his rest-of-season outlook and the fantasy outlook of the rest of the Ravens as well. Washington running back Antonio Gibson injured his toe against the Steelers and missed the rest of the game. He looked to be in a lot of pain as they were taping it up. J.D. McKissick and Peyton Barber stepped up to fill the void and may be called upon to do so again in the coming weeks. Raiders head coach John Gruden doesn't expect running back Josh Jacobs to play in Week 14 against the Colts. That'll keep Devontae Booker in the RB2 conversation next week, even in a tough matchup. The Panthers placed wide receivers Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore on the COVID-19 list. It isn't clear yet if they tested positive or were close contacts of someone who did. This situation will need to be monitored throughout the week as those would be two big losses for the Panthers' offense. DJ Moore had been dealing with an ankle injury suffered in Week 12 as well. The Panthers are hopeful that running back Christian McCaffrey will return, as a shoulder injury kept him out multiple weeks before the team's bye. Much like with the COVID-19 list, we'll need to monitor McCaffrey's status throughout the week to get a clear picture heading into the postseason. And lastly, Giants quarterback Daniel Jones could return in Week 14 from his hamstring injury, per head coach Joe Judge. Yet, given the nature of hamstring injuries and how well Colt McCoy played in Week 13, I'm a touch skeptical on this one for now. But it'll be one to watch as the week progresses as well, as we'll get a lot more information once practice reports hit. A quick reminder before we dive in, as usual, roster percentages are pulled from Yahoo Fantasy Leagues, and free agent budget recommendations are based on a $100 season-long budget. Each positional list of recommendations will be ranked from top priority to lotus. And uh, as far as the budgets go, like I know a lot of people, myself included, in free agent budget leagues are going to have fewer dollars than maybe what's being recommended right now. You can always turn the numbers into a percentage of what is the remaining of your budget. So instead of maybe $10 for a player, think of it as 10% of your remaining budget. All right, with that out of the way, here are my top quarterback ads of the week. Phillip Rivers for the Colts, 33% rostered, $3 free agent spend. Derek Carr for the Raiders, 51% rostered. $3 free agent spend, and Mitchell Trubisky for the Bears, 13% rostered, $2 free agent spend. 
Rivers continued his streak of solid fantasy play with a 19.2-point effort against the Texans on Sunday, throwing for 285 yards and two touchdowns. Rivers has been averaging around that amount over the last five or six weeks, and he should be able to carve up a Raiders secondary that nearly lost to Sam Darnold and the Jets this past week. The Raiders can put up points too, so there's potential for a shootout here, which helps secure Rivers' fantasy floor. And on the flip side of that game, Derek Carr is also a nice streamer this week, as he rebounded after a horrific Week 12 performance against the Falcons, throwing three touchdowns against the Jets and adding a fourth on the ground. Carr will hope to keep this momentum going against a Colts defense that, despite having a reputation as one of the best in the league, has given up big games in the recent weeks to Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill, and now Deshaun Watson. So Carr's been a little bit up and down, so he's maybe a touch more of a risk, but I think he has a higher ceiling than Rivers, especially with Josh Jacobs likely out and the Raiders' ground game not being up to its usual status. Rounding out the recommendations this week is Mitchell Trubisky, assuming he remains the starter for the Bears, although that seems to be the case as of this recording. Trubisky played okay against the Lions and could have had a better fantasy day had the Bears not scored three rushing touchdowns and Trubisky committing a costly fumble as well. He did pass for 267 yards and a touchdown, though, and he has a great matchup this coming week when the Bears face the Texans. If you remember, the Texans just lost their best corner, Bradley Roby, to a six-game suspension for PEDs. Similarly to the Colts and Raiders game, the Texans should be able to put up points on this Bears defense, which means Mitch Trubisky may have to take to the air a lot, helping his passing fantasy outlook even more. We all love snake drafts and we all love big prizes, but we don't all love big entry fees or multi-week contests. So Underdog Fantasy has released an all-new format for their snake drafts. It's called Battle Royale. In Battle Royale, you draft a one-week team like you normally would, but instead of competing against the other teams in your specific draft, you compete with teams from other drafts. This way, they pull together the prizes so they can make big tournament-style payouts while keeping the live snake draft format. If you think this is your week and you can draft the best team, you have to try Battle Royale. It offers the big upside a normal snake draft can't, with prizes that used to only be attainable in season-long or salary cap tournaments. The first Battle Royale is already up in the Underdog app and website. It's $5 to enter, has a $25,000 prize pool, and pays out $4,000 to first place. Next, here are a few of the top running back targets for the week. Cam Akers for the Rams, 52% rostered, $15 free agent spend. J.D. McKissick and Peyton Barber for the football team, 48% rostered and 1% rostered, and $10 free agent spend. And Adrian Peterson for the Lions, 48% rostered, $5 free agent spend. It was a surprising turn of events this week as Cam Akers shouldered 21 of the Rams' 27 backfield rush attempts, gaining 72 yards and a touchdown against the Cardinals. This is back-to-back weeks now where Akers has looked pretty good. However, all season the Rams have largely deployed a hot hand approach, so we need to tread with caution here. This is just the fifth time all season a Rams back has handled 15-plus carries in a game, and it was Akers' first entry into that column. I want to believe that the tides are turning in this backfield and they might be realizing what they have in Cam Akers, but I have severe, severe trust issues with Sean McVay and how he's deploying this backfield this year. Thus, why Cam Akers isn't a higher uh, free agent budget total for the week. As for McKissick and Barber, Antonio Gibson suffered a toe injury on Monday night and did not return, so the football team turned to Barber and McKissick to fill in. McKissick's contribution in the running game came through short passes, though, as he caught all 10 of his targets for 70 yards. He did get five carries, which he turned into eight yards, while Barber handled 14 for 23 yards and a short yard touchdown plunge. McKissick has more appeal, especially in PPR formats, as the football team faced the 49ers next week, 
but those in deeper non-PPR formats could maybe add Barber and hope he gets the goal line work again if the football team makes it into that space. Nevertheless, I would prioritize McKissick and have the higher free agent spend on him, whereas Barber you can probably add for a little bit cheaper than the $10 I mentioned off the top. Now, rounding out the running backs is Adrian Peterson. DeAndre Swift was out again this past week with an illness, so Peterson was the de facto lead back on the ground. He carried the ball 16 times, got 57 yards, and, all importantly for fantasy, two touchdowns. That's now back-to-back games with two touchdowns for the veteran, who gets the ball a lot near the goal line. So, really, Peterson's only an add and potentially a start this week if DeAndre Swift is going to remain out. If he comes back, even in a limited capacity, that could sink Peterson's fantasy outlook. So watch the status throughout the week, but Peterson's another guy you could probably add for less than some of the other running backs and potentially turn in a usable week against the Packers. Before diving into the top wide receivers for week 14, I have to take a minute to tell you about Prediction Strike. As I mentioned at the start of the show, it's the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. This is a new twist on the fantasy sports game where you create a portfolio of your favorite athletes to get closer to your favorite games. The setup is simple. You create an account at predictionstrike.com, deposit funds, then buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players. You can trade your shares at any time as long as the player isn't currently in a game. The value of these fictional shares changes based on the player's performance in games. So, for instance, I've had Deontay Johnson for a while, and after another strong performance, I would imagine his stock is going to rise. But I picked up Miles Sanders thinking he'd have a big game against the Packers, and that wasn't the case as the Eagles' offense got stuffed, and Jordan Howard mixed in more than anticipated. So my Miles Sanders stocks took a little hit in prediction strike. I'm going to look for those to bounce back up before maybe trying to move them and acquire some other players. Get started today by visiting predictionstrike.com and sign up with the code TMAP to get an additional $10 off your first deposit of $20 or more. And be sure to download the Prediction Strike app in the Apple App Store. Moving on to wide receivers, here are my top recommendations for Week 14. T.Y. Hilton for the Colts, 45% rostered, $15 free agent spend. Tim Patrick for the Broncos, 20% rostered, $13 free agent spend. And Kiki Kuti for the Texans, 26% rostered, $12 free agent spend. So it looks like Hilton may have just needed an 11-week warm-up because after largely disappointing for most of the season, he is reasserting himself as a number one option in this offense with back-to-back strong performances. Two weeks ago, he went for four catches, 81 yards, and a touchdown on five targets, and then this past Sunday, he torched the Texans for eight catches, 110 yards, and one touchdown on 11 targets. Next up for Hilton and the Colts is a matchup with the soft Las Vegas secondary. Really like Hilton's upside this week, and uh, I think he's going to be a plug-and-play wide receiver two or three for the next couple weeks. With a real quarterback under center again, Tim Patrick returned to producing. His volume wasn't massive, but he turned his four targets into four catches for 44 yards and two touchdowns, including an impressive one along the sideline of the end zone, if you were watching on Sunday night. Uh, When Denver's Week 12 quarterback COVID debacle is excluded, Patrick has at least 61 yards and or a touchdown in seven of his last eight games. That is very solid production to add in as a wide receiver three or four. As for Kuti, I felt a little vindicated with his performance on Sunday as he went off for the Texans, catching eight of his team-high nine targets for 141 yards. What was really encouraging was Kuti was targeted deep and in the end zone, so he wasn't just used as a sort of chain-moving-around-the-line-of-scrimmage-dink-and-dunk kind of player. Now, Kuti's shelf life as a usable fantasy asset may take a hit if Randall Cobb comes off of injured reserve, which we're projecting is around Week 15. The Texans travel to Chicago next Sunday to face the Bears, and I like Kuti as a decent wide receiver three in that matchup as well. All right, rounding out the list, let's get to our top tight ends for week 14. 
We've got Logan Thomas for the football team, 40% rostered, $5 free agent spend. Cole Komet for the Bears, 1% rostered, $3 free agent spend. And Anthony Ferkser for the Titans, 9% rostered, $2 free agent spend. So Logan Thomas finally put together a full game, taking advantage of the peripherals he's been seeing all season. And it might just be one of the best of his career. Thomas caught all nine of his targets while the football team unseated the undefeated Steelers, going for 98 yards and a touchdown. That's back-to-back games now for Thomas with a touchdown, and he's seen four-plus targets in every game this season. Odds of him popping off like this aren't very high every week, especially since Terry McLaurin didn't have a big game against the Steelers. But Thomas has had consistent volume, and we know this is now in his range of outcomes. He should be a priority at the position this week, and is basically a tight end one from here on out. Over the last three weeks, Cole Komet has seen 13 targets versus just seven for Jimmy Graham. And over the last two games, Komet has outsnapped Graham by margins of 79% to 48% and 70% to 58%. The increased playing time and opportunities netted Komet a solid five-catch, 37-yard, one-touchdown performance on seven targets this past Sunday. The youngster has clearly leapfrogged Jimmy Graham as the Bears' top tight end and will be a decent streamer next week against the Texans. Jonu Smith missed Week 13 as he's dealing with a lingering knee injury, which put Ferkser back on the fantasy radar. Ferkser caught five of his seven targets for 51 yards, and Ferkser now has five-plus targets in three of his last five games. He's really only a usable streaming option next week against the Jaguars if Jonu Smith is out, as when they're both in, they kind of vulture each other, and a lot of the targets in that Titans passing attack are going to Corey Davis and A.J. Brown. All right, to wrap things up, I'll run through this uh, playoff edition truncated list one more time for you guys. At quarterback, we have Phillip Rivers for the Colts, Derek Carr for the Raiders, Mitchell Trubisky for the Bears. At running back, we have Cam Akers for the Rams, J.D. McKissick and Peyton Barber for the football team, and Adrian Peterson for the Lions. At wide receiver, we have T.Y. Hilton for the Colts, Tim Patrick for the Broncos, and Kiki Cootie for the Texans. And last but not least, at tight end, we have Logan Thomas for the football team, Cole Komet for the Bears, and Anthony Ferkser for the Titans. Well, I hope you guys don't mind the shortened version. I was trying to focus on players you could really pick up and start this week. But again, if you need more options, if you need more insight, if you need some sleepers, check out the full article over at 444.com, the waiver wire watch. It will be worth your time. John Paulson and I both put a lot of effort into that, and hopefully it helps you guys get the players you need to get at that all-important week uh, one postseason win. Week 14, week one of the playoffs, you know what I mean. Anyways, I've got to go finish watching the football games and catching up on everything that's still happening this week and get my lineups in order for my postseason matchups. Good luck to all of you. I look forward to giving you the week 15 options next week. Until next time.